This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2548, Eight Reasons Being Highly Sensitive is Actually a Good Thing, by Katie Vanden Bruhl of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays. With that, I'm gonna continue reading to you as we optimize your life. Eight Reasons Being Highly Sensitive is Actually a Good Thing by Katie Vandenbruel of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. Don't be so sensitive. It's not that big of a deal. As someone who's come to appreciate my sensitive side, I find it unfortunate that being sensitive is often equated with being weak or dramatic. Sensitivity is wrongly depicted as an undesirable trait, while nonchalance is mistaken for a sign of strength. While I do agree it's important to recognize your high sensitivity and find ways to make it work for you rather than against you, it's not inherently bad to be sensitive. In fact, there are many overlooked benefits to being a highly sensitive person. Here are eight of them. Overlooked benefits of being highly sensitive. Number one, depth of experience and feeling. Finding meaning in everything, and I do mean everything, is both a blessing and a curse. Even so, I wouldn't forgo this trait for a more even-keeled disposition because experiencing the world with heightened emotion is an integral part of who I am. Something as simple as observing a few droplets of rain on a leaf can usher in an overwhelming sense of joy and peace throughout my being, while a totally harmless comment from my boyfriend can plunge me into a sudden spiral of all-over-the-place emotion for no logical reason. The latter is frustrating for both of us, but with understanding and acceptance, even intense outbursts of feeling become manageable and simply one more way to experience the totality of life. Number two, strong self-awareness. Typically, those of us with highly sensitive natures are keenly self-aware as well. Whether this awareness develops over time or is with us right from the start, we often find ourselves hyper-tuned in, not only with our wide range of emotions, but also with the reactions that follow. We learn about our triggers and we start to understand that while our intense feelings are valid and should not be dismissed, others might not react the same way as we do most of the time. Sometimes we just feel sensitive about things that might not even register as blips on their radar. By recognizing this sensitivity as part of who we are, and not as a shameful flaw of some kind, we can attempt to share this aspect of ourselves with those we care about. It's not always easy to open up, in fact, it can be incredibly difficult, but communicating ahead of time about things that overwhelm us can give our loved ones an idea about what's going on when we appear deeply affected by something we can't explain in the moment. Number three, increased empathy. The same qualities that make us more sensitive than others can also make us more empathetic. Because we instinctively mirror the emotions of others, putting ourselves in someone else's shoes happens automatically. Basically, we don't have a say in the matter. We intuitively connect with and attempt to understand the world using our emotions. This means we can be just as overwhelmed by a tragic real-life news story as a heavy dose of fictional violence in a movie. It just happens. On the plus side, this often makes us good listeners because we tend to take someone in pain seriously and don't easily dismiss their feelings as frivolous or unimportant. While many offer practical advice on ways to just get over it as quickly as possible, 
we see the benefit of being there to just listen without an agenda or judgment. Number four, intuitive nurturing skills. In addition to heightened empathy, our sensitivity also leads us to place value on nurturing others. We know not everyone experiences life as intensely as we do, but because we're used to feeling deeply, we strongly desire to bring happiness to the ones we love and help them avoid pain. We have an instinct to care for others by recognizing their feelings, understanding their needs, and trying to support them in whatever way we think will help them feel most loved. Number five, masters of self-care. For better or worse, we sensitive souls quickly learn the level to which we are affected by our environment, whether it be noisy crowds, confrontation, tension in the office, or perceived judgment from others, even everyday occurrences can overwhelm us. Often, we're idealists who seek harmony and peace above all else and don't see why everyone can't just get along and be good to each other. After some trial and error, we learn what drains us the most and what lights us up from the inside out. We learn the importance of self-care and how to take care of and be gentle with ourselves. Number six, appreciative of the small things. One of my favorite aspects of high sensitivity is finding wonder in the smallest of things. I can find immense pleasure simply in noting the contrast of a green tree against a backdrop of blue sky and powdery white clouds. An unexpected kiss on the forehead or squeeze of the hand from my boyfriend can warm up my whole body with well-being. Hearing a song I haven't heard in a while can spur a visceral nostalgia within me transporting me vividly back in time instantaneously. While in some ways I've always felt like an old soul, I love that my inner child is never too far away to pop out and leave me wide-eyed and awestruck by the world. Number seven, finding beauty in both sadness and joy. It's true that sensitivity sometimes leads to rather strong feelings of melancholy, but one of the great things about being highly sensitive is the ability to find sadness oddly nourishing. The spectrum of human emotion is fascinating, and I find oscillating between emotions is a satisfying way to feel connected and present within myself. I find just as much beauty in the resilience of overcoming sadness as I do in the joy of being deliriously happy. Both experiences exist for a reason, both have meaning, and both are beautiful. And number eight, Knack for forming close relationships. Highly sensitive people know how to bond, but we don't do it with just anyone. It might take us a while to open ourselves up to the possibility of really letting someone have a meaningful impact on our lives. But once we've decided someone fits, we go all in. Because we're typically sensitive to the energy we sense in people, we can be choosy about who we spend time with. Our energies have to mesh. We're careful about who we get close to and intensely appreciate those who make us comfortable enough to show the true version of ourselves. Though we can appreciate passing conversation with acquaintances sometimes, we put much more effort into cultivating meaningful relationships with people we feel an honest connection with. Once someone has broken the barrier of our comfort zone, we get warm and fuzzy quite quickly, becoming incredibly loyal friends and partners. You just listened to the post titled Eight Reasons Being Highly Sensitive is Actually a Good Thing by Katie Vandenbrule of highlysensitiverefuge.com. 
We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com old. Masterclass.com old. Thank you to Katie, a guest writer on Highly Sensitive Refuge. If you're wondering if you would be considered a highly sensitive person, there's an article on the site called 21 Signs You're a Highly Sensitive Person. So you can take a look through there and get an idea. Some of those as an example are frequently emotionally exhausted from absorbing other people's feelings, withdrawing often, getting startled easily, really disliking violence even on TV or in movies, maybe having a lower pain tolerance. There are a bunch. Again, 21 in that one article alone. And if you don't identify as a highly sensitive person, well, hopefully this article can shed some light and help us understand each other better because I'm sure we all know someone who is more sensitive. Not saying I'm not one because I very well might be, but it can be difficult for some to relate. It can be a bit frustrating without the context or understanding where they're coming from. And I don't think it's better or worse, it's just different. Now, on the other hand, if you happen to be a highly sensitive person, hopefully this article helped you as well to understand yourself that much more. If you found yourself nodding along to these things, well, I think if we can understand ourselves better, then it becomes easier to explain to others how we're feeling and why we're feeling a certain way. So I think there's something for everyone with a post like this. Hopefully you feel the same way. With that, have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow as usual, where your optimal life awaits.